this is Anna. Welcome to ReaderPod Podcast. Thank you so much. I've been looking forward to this for weeks, if not months. <laughs> That's fabulous. It's lovely to speak with you. Doing obviously a lot more social media type things and I was lucky enough to get you on my podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But, yeah. but you must be awfully busy trying to do all of the things and keep everything up in the air. I know that where people are reading a lot more than what they normally do, but it must be a real daunting feeling. Yeah, you just don't know how you're going to be able to reach people the same. Yeah. And yeah, we'll do our best. And hopefully, as you say, reading provides that release for people. And oh, this was time. such a lovely world to escape into. So far removed, but still. And yeah, if you can't travel in person, you can travel in book. And through time as well. Yeah, just lovely, lovely way to, to escape. <laughs> I saw last night on your social media that you're calling your actual in real life tour, your fingers crossed tour. It's a Some of the areas time. have just moved out of lockdown, so I'm just yeah. hoping. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> really nice to be able to speak to people, isn't it? You Absolutely. Know? Hasn't it given us a real appreciation for how good normal is? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And um, it was lovely to be able to come and visit your uh, store. <laughs> oh, no. How lucky were we? That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah reading this book, I think um, you can't help but feel what could have been and the, the event that we could have had for this time. But this is the next best thing. This is lovely of you. Thanks so much. No problem. So you kind of pick up with this one from Napoleon still, but at later date with different perspective. I love the world that you are creating and introducing me to. Thank Thank you very much. I had no idea Thank I was you. even interested in Napoleon. <laughs> That's right. Neither did I, actually. I didn't know much about French history mm. uh, going into this. So, yeah, it was fascinating to move from Josephine's garden, which was the build-up of Napoleon's empire, and this novel is the fall of Napoleon. The demise, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's just, it's incredible. We pick up with some... Some storytellers, which is just lovely as well. Um, these are the people that you would be around the campfire, I think, hearing stories that kept you up into the night. They're great characters. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoy that idea of uh, the travelling storytellers, really, and, you know, that age of being able to go around and tell these tales to gathered people, again, makes us think about Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so it was lovely to sort of delve into that era and sort of have that personal story of these French storytellers in this time of Napoleon's collapse, which is happening in the background. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it does throw them into a bit of conflict, being the outsiders in areas mm. that don't want the French anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sure does. Well, it just really made me think about the whole tradition of storytelling and how far we've come, but yet how much we really just, we love a story, don't we? Yeah, it's interesting how the forms of storytelling change but we still yeah do really yeah. like stories and, and that was coming to because this is basically the end of that era of the traveling storyteller um, yes it's at the time when books are just starting to be printed and um yeah they do come across the brothers Grimm who are just yes so um and also in the theater when they later meet the theater people they're sort of dealing with that commedia dell'arte form of theater which is also in its final golden age is, mm. is coming to its end but you know we still have theater and we still mm. have 
books and stories and films and they've just changed their form but yeah yeah it's still really appealing we all want to hear the stories of other people's lives oh I know it um it gave me just well all the bookish love feels like I just feel so lucky to be a reader and to and to appreciate the physical book as well but gosh stories I'm not surprised at all we've been loving them forever it was fantastic yeah 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 it was fun to sort of look at some of that history of the fairy tales as well where Mm. they originally come from and how they've morphed and changed and been handed to different cultures but um, yeah each brings their own to it but you know it's kind of a thread through time as well yeah it's fascinating isn't it and something that I would never have thought of at all I remember reading the wild girl the Kate Forsyth book and just being astounded that the Grimm brothers actually existed and that they were young men when they were collecting their stories I don't know what I was picturing but that certainly wasn't it and now we yeah. see them again that's fantastic yeah it was wonderful just coming across that they were collecting those stories in the area where I had set my characters and I didn't actually know that when I first set really that. oh wow it was this bizarre sort of serendipity moment finding that the town that I'd put them in Marburg was a place that the Brothers Grimm had been collecting their stories and that they were also doing that as part of a rising nationalism because there Mm. wasn't a Germany as such at that stage. There was just this confederation that was run by Napoleon and so part of that sort of rising nationalism story, they were gathering their their local tales. But of course it's my guys, my characters at uh, loggerheads with them because they are the, the actors in the street that will be threatened. Well, I thought you captured that beautifully and I don't think I'll read another fairy tale without thinking of everything that goes into it as well. I think meeting them right at that precipice was just so fascinating. It's incredible. Um, I really didn't realise these are national stories that they're telling and trying to capture rather than just cute stories that you tell you, your nieces and nephews to get them off to Yeah, sleep. that's right. They were kind of coming at it from an intellectual academic point of view they were law students they were sort of university students but yeah that sort of wanting to collect what they'd grown up with or that the locals were telling Mm. the tales was important to them yeah wow you must be so proud of yourself you've done such an incredible job I think thank you You just never know when you're um, writing away in your own little world. So Yeah, but I know that you came at writing from quite a roundabout way. You've got the environmental and the scientific background, I think. Yep, right. It makes for unique reading, I think. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah, I guess all writers bring their full life experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is good when you've come from different uh, backgrounds and um, look at things differently. Yeah, so mine was a biological um, sciences, environmental science um, training, and, uh, yeah, I'm just interested in stuff. <laughs> so I think that that research... Uh, I think that's so apparent. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> comes through, you know, like some of those skills are um, transferable mm. regardless of the topics. Sort of thing. Oh, I remember reading Josephine's Garden and just being blown away by the the knowledge that I was accruing <laughs> and the um all of your experience that goes towards making these books it's it's great I think that when your interests feed into the story yeah yeah oh you've done a great job um and so what is next are you 
going to continue this along? Are you? I think I'm moving on from France for now anyway. <laughs> so I've kind oh. of done the, from the French Revolution to the rise and fall of Napoleon yeah. as a beginner, <laughs> learning about this stuff. And yeah, so now I'm researching a bit about Victorian England and the lady travellers, the women travellers of those times. So oh, I'm finding wow. Really oh, goodness. Gosh, yeah. so you're so just always working on something because I think you came to the show 2019 this is a huge book to have written and researched and edited and released in such a short period of time I was already working on it when I came to see you so each of those books kind of started while I was finishing and producing the structural edits etc for the one before so this one has taken me four years to write wow gosh that must just be such a a brain workout keeping yeah, on track it and, be. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you get your worlds all confused so sometimes um you know at least these were all French and and quite in close proximity but still there's you know the minor detail that you're sort of trying to hold in your head and hold it all together <laughs> you move from that world and those characters and then you jump yeah. to another set of characters yeah oh I've got such admiration for you writers I don't know how you do it blown away I think I'm flat out reading and you're creating it's incredible yeah but we wouldn't do it if, if it wasn't fun we love making stuff up as well so. yeah yeah oh goodness yeah absolutely you must do it for an awful lot for love because I don't think you'll ever get like when you work out how much you're getting per hour it must be minuscule because you put your whole yeah. blood sweat and tears into it yeah you don't want to do those calculations <laughs> yeah. yeah and it is more than just money in the bank like this is rainbow gold what you're producing and what what you're giving to the world it's an incredible gift but oh goodness you must love it <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I think we're well, born in New Zealand and you grew up in New Zealand you came over to Australia and you lived here for a decade I think 10 years yeah and yeah. I see some nice Australian pictures in the background so I was in Tasmania for uh, most of the time but yeah um, oh. also in New South Wales for some time as well so really enjoyed living in Australia yeah but you did come over to promote as well so you obviously have those ties still and what a lovely part of the world to be tied to well hopefully in the future you know as we so I'll be able to come back again <laughs> oh I know and how lucky will we feel then oh my goodness so did you always want to be a writer then yeah, um, liked writing stories and, and things at school. And yeah, but then I gave it up for many, many, many years. And I wasn't even really reading, doing a science degree yeah. and then uh, working as a scientist. I didn't read for pleasure really for many years. Mm. And um, I sort of got back into that. And then I remembered how much I'd wanted to be a yeah. writer. And, and, and um, yeah, so that's when I decided to write. I'll get going on this and um that was of course many years before my first book was published yeah <laughs> you've got to start somewhere <laughs> well you must just be so proud of yourself you've you've done just beautifully these are yes all... I mean it's, it's wonderful to be able to produce something for others that you know you really wanted to do <laughs> as yeah. your as well so yeah that's I know that's it's really funny to talk about isn't it but it must just be goodness like you must just be so proud <laughs> well I now I nervously wait to see whether people like it or not I think that's oh the, that's I the think part of this get well. rid of those nerves 
Yeah, this is a fantastic just... novel. I think you people are going to love it. It's everything that I look for in a novel. Well, first of all, it's the whole other world, which is great for this time of life. Yeah. You've got real characters that you can really get behind and really root for. I think I have to like the characters. And I feel that you were a very empathetic writer as well because I really understand all of their motivations and what everybody's doing in amongst it all. Oh, it, would you good. agree with that? Do you think so? Yeah, I was worried about Remy, the main um, narrator, sort of being a bit unlikable. Oh, um, no. I tried to make him, he's sort of like lovable rascal. Yeah, absolutely. He's naughty, not bad. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's got their sort of their foibles or their goods and bad things. And their, yeah, just like all of us, just like people exactly. everywhere. Yeah. So, it, and it's fun to sort of bring those sides of people out as well. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Treat them like real people that you could meet on the street or whatever. Absolutely. But that's what you I don't know everything think. about them all at once. Yeah. And figure it out. And yeah. Yeah. And you, you're getting to know somebody through the novel rather than just have them be like a Barbie doll these are, are people with real motivations I think that really I well I really connected with everybody I think that was really well done thank think, you yeah no. well done you congratulations <laughs> thanks very much and it was fun going to all the different places I guess with this one too because oh you know, that was wonderful to read yeah and going to look at those beautiful cathedrals and and you know sort of describing the beauty of some of those places as well it makes for beautiful reading I think that your books are a real treat for all of the senses you can see everything you can smell everything they're just they're wonderful books to read I think yeah I love them whether it's a good or a bad smell eh oh absolutely 100% yeah, definitely. I do want to know what you're reading at the moment because you are a big reader. Are you? Ah, yeah. I am reading um, Mrs. England by Stacey Halls at the moment. Oh, I don't know um, it. And uh, so she wrote uh, The Foundling and. Oh, yes. The other one I can't remember. No. Um, and yeah, and Cloud Cuckoo Land is what I've got next to read. Uh, um, I got that book for my birthday from my mum. And uh, yeah. I, I love a book birthday present. Mm, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I think that'll be lovely too. I've got that on my Christmas wish list. So fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have <laughs> some. Not a good idea is to leave a Christmas wish list of get the ones you want. Yeah, I absolutely. love that, that Icelandic tradition or something of giving a book on Christmas Eve. And then snuggling into bed and eating chocolate and books yeah (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how that didn't carry through to our cultures yeah that's right yeah oh yeah excellent well thank you very much okay so thanks for listening please rate review and subscribe see you next time on reader pod podcast